Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Pretty sure that's how I open every podcast episode. Maybe I need to jazz it up a little bit, but just come natural to me. Um, All right, so... This is an exciting podcast because the five laws of fat loss, right, I've got you in, that was me hook. Now, there isn't really, you know, five laws legal or illegal for fat loss, but these are five things that you have to get to grips with when it comes to fat loss and you cannot, like, you cannot, you know, change these. The reason I call them laws is because they, they technically are because you can't change these things. Like, if you want fat loss... These are the five things that you have to get your head around. You have to succumb to and just be all in and accepting of. That's what we're going to go into today. And hopefully you are going to find this really helpful. I know if a lot of my clients, ex-clients are listening to the podcast, they'll get to some of these and think, oh crap, yeah, she's definitely said that to me before. Because these are things that I tend to repeat you know, day in, day out to clients to really emphasize, listen, you've got to be doing this. You've got to get your head around it um, when it comes to fat loss. So let's jump right into it. As always, I'm going to try and keep this podcast to 30 minutes, short, sharp, informative, straight to the point. I know I like to add in some little um, tales and stories, but hopefully you enjoy them bits. Right. Let's do what we're here to do. So five laws of fat loss, number one. Okay calories matter most and I know you're probably thinking well I know that that's not a revelation but it's unbelievable guys how many times that people expect fat loss yet they haven't been in a a calorie deficit this is it this is the big thing you want to lose fat let's let's talk really plain simple terms fat is stored energy To get rid of fat, we need to use up more energy than we're consuming. And that is the bottom line of fat loss. That is it. And you really do have to think in of calories matter most. So yes, we bang on about the importance of getting your veggies in, you're getting your protein in. But even if you are overeating on protein, which is very hard, but if you ate all your calories from protein and vag, vag, (laughs) vag, oh my God, I can't believe I just said vag. Oh, God, that would have been good if I was recording that. Oh, I'm all flushed. Right. If you're eating all your calories from protein and veg, (laughs) bloody hell, but you are still eating out of your calorie deficit, then you're not going to lose fat. And people, again, are just like, what? But I'm eating all my protein. Yeah, I know. But calories matter most. So the bottom line is on, on, you know, the number one law of fat loss, it's got to be it. It's got to be You've got to be eating less calories than your... No, yeah, wait. You've got... I'm blindsided by the vag comments still. 
you've got to be burning off more calories than you're consuming, okay? Um, and that's just a big thing. Now, a little underline from that is where we say about quality of calories, because all calories are just, you know, it, it's a it's a way that we, a ca- calorie is a unit of measurement, right? That's all it is. We're not going to go super sciencey on this, but that's what it is, okay? You don't have good bad, good calories and bad calories. You have good quality food and not so good quality food. You have better use of your calories and not so good use of your calories. But at the end of the day, calories are just energy. That's all they are. So if you never hear anyone saying bad calories and not good calories, they're chatting shit basically because calories are literally just energy. Um, but yeah, your calories, so your energy intake matters the most when it comes to fat loss, no matter what else anyone else everyone ever says you know i talk about the importance of sleep i talk about the importance of recovery the importance of strength strength training getting your workouts in but ultimately when it comes to fat loss calories matter most of even if you are having shit sleep you've got high stress you're not doing workouts you know and that's not a good lifestyle to have but even if you were doing that but you're in a calorie deficit you drop fat because that is the ultimate law of fat loss, is calories in, calories out. So that is why we, well, not we, I recommend people to track their food. Yes, there are other ways to lose fat, but if you're tracking your food and you're seeing how much energy you're taking in, it's very easy to then understand, okay, well, this amount of energy coming in isn't working for me. Maybe I need to have less energy coming in and more energy going out. So I know there's a lot of people out there who are opposed to tracking your food and stuff, but the bottom line is the easiest way to see that you're in a calorie deficit. So that's number one, is that calories matter most. No matter where them calories are coming from, they matter most. And I just want to wrap this up by saying, please don't go and eat all your calories from chocolate and crisps. That's not my point here. My point here is just showing you the most simplest way of that calories still matter. So even if you are eating a healthy diet, if you're eating in a surplus of that, you're not going to lose fat. The ideal is you have a healthy diet and you're in a calorie deficit because that's then going to, if we're having, let's look at a calorie deficit diet versus one that's made up of processed foods, crisps, chocolate, bread, cakes, all all that stuff, but you're still in a calorie surplus or you're in a calorie deficit or your calorie deficit that's made up of your lean meats, your whole grain carbs, your, you know, fresh fruit and veg, your good fats, like you're going to feel better and you're going to do this diet more sustainable with the latter option. So calories matter most, but we still want them to come from whole good choice foods. All right, next one. Hopefully we don't talk about any gentile in this bit. (laughs) So, second law of fat loss, you've got to understand actions versus results versus expectations. These three combined, once you once you get your head around these three, you're then going to be into your fat loss journey for a, for a longer for a longer amount of time. Like you're going to adhere to it for a longer amount of time because let's talk about it. So, actions versus results and then we'll add in expectations. So your actions are ultimately going to give you the results you deserve. And again, this is what we've got to be accepting of and we can't be cross at it. If you are doing, if you stick to your calorie deficit, you do your workout and do your steps, you will get the results that you deserve. That's it. That's a point blank. If you think you're doing 
your calorie deficit. You think you're doing your steps. You think you're doing working hard as you can in the gym, but your results don't say that then because you don't deserve the, the results that you're expecting because your actions aren't good enough. And this, this is going to sound harsh, but it's true. It's so true. And when we, when we start accepting, so for example, you know, I have obviously loads of clients that check in each week with me and some of them get really great results and some of them don't get the results that they were expecting. And when we look at it, I will get clients who come in and say, well, I was expecting a bigger loss because I tracked my food, I did my step. But when we actually go deeper, I'm saying, okay, you tracked your food, but you went over three days and you tell me you did your steps, but actually your goal was 10K every day. And on three days, you did 8K. Now, that's not me saying you shit and you don't deserve your results. That's me feeding back to your expectations is that you can expect great results if your actions meet up to that. And again, this is why I said at the very beginning, getting your head around this and accepting this is going to make you more adherent to your diet because it is so much better. And again, being a coach, and when I check in with my coach, this is my honest opinion, okay? I will do my check-in, I will do my photos, do all my bits and bobs, and I will just be like, rather than setting my expectations of, this week's going to be a great week, I just, I swap it around and I think, well, my results are going to tell me how hard I've worked, and that's it. And and I don't I set myself up for big expectations. I don't I don't I don't set myself up for expectations. I do my actions, what's set for me, and my results are what they are. And my results will show me, yeah, you you've you've done a great job. Or, you know, overeating at the weekends or then three glasses of wine that you'd add, nah, that's why you haven't that's why you haven't got where you wanted this week. I'm like, okay, I accept that then. There's my expectations. Okay. So Actions versus results versus expectations. This is so big. And again, when it comes to fat loss, everyone thinks it is just as simple as, well, I need a nutrition plan. I need to do my steps. I need to do my workouts. But actually, the mindset part, that's the really tricky part to get your head around. And if you can sit and say, right, I'm going on a fat loss journey. I'm starting a diet. My actions are going to be 100%. And my results, therefore, will be 100%. And there's my expectations. But anything lower than that, so you you know saying, well, I did, I did me, I tracked my calories, I was in a calorie deficit, did all my steps, did my workouts. But you're not being honest with the three biscuits that you had, the finishing the kids' tea, the few chips off hubby's takeaway that you had. Okay, they are your true actions, and that will reveal your true result, and that is where you need to go. Okay, there's my expectations. I did have things. I haven't been 100% honest, okay? Because results don't lie. And we're going to come into this. This is law three is going to tie into this very well. Results don't lie. Results reveal your actions, okay? But what we can do is shift our expectations and just be like, right, okay, if I have a great week, I'm going to get great results. Point blank, that's what's going to happen, okay? So actions, results, expectations get your head around that, it's going to make your fat loss journey a lot more enjoyable and a lot more sustainable, right? Number three, which ties in very well to number two, you have to play the fat loss game, okay? Now, the only analogy I can give to this is, you know the Saw films? (laughs) 
stay with me. You know the Saw films? I've forgotten. What's the fella? Jigsaw, that's it, the fella. Right, I want you to think of, I don't know why this is my analogy. I probably could have thought of a nice one. But anyway, here we go. So I want you to imagine Jigsaw from the Saw films being like the fat loss ringmaster, okay? You have to play that game, okay? You're not in control of your results. Well, no, you are. Ignore me, okay? We don't edit these podcasts, but basically we are in the control of them because obviously our actions, we've just covered that. So come on, I'm get with it. But I mean, the with this jigsaw analogy, what I'm trying to say is, if jigsaw is the fat loss ring, ringmaster, that is it. That is going to give you your results when they are ready, when they are due, when it wants to. So by that I mean you've got to you've got to play the game, and that means doing your actions every single day, okay? And being like, next week, okay, I'm going to have a great week. Now, if you do your actions and you wholeheartedly know you've played the game, you've done your steps, you've done your workout to your best ability, you've stayed in a calorie deficit, you've hit your protein, and nothing changes within that week. That is a fat loss game because you just have to go, okay, okay, I've, I know I've done everything and this is the fat loss game is that I just have to stick with it and my results will come when they come. When the fat loss game wants to give me results, it will. But I'm telling you now, it's that downfall that so many people fail on is they do it for a week. They expect to get the results in hand in a week, but that's not how it works because it works different for everyone because everyone's... Everyone's fat loss game looks different, okay? Everyone's ringmaster looks different. I have clients that literally will, week on week, make progress, but I have clients who work with me the same amount of time, but only make, like, what we would call progress in inverted commas. No, inverted speech bubbles, whatever. You can't even see me, so I didn't even need to say that. But anyway, I have clients who make progress, visual progress, uh, metric progress, every two to three weeks, because that is how their body works, and again, this ties into, like I said, with number two and expectations, your fat loss results are literally your fat loss results, there is no linear, there is no, like, linear blueprint that everyone follows for fat loss, because everybody's body is so individual of how they react to it, so like I said, you have to play the fat loss game. Think of Jigsaw. Think of the Saw films, okay? You have your own individual fat loss ringmaster inside your body, okay? And if you do the actions, eventually they will give you your results, but it does not happen week in, week out. And again, this is something that people don't speak about enough of. And this is why people fail because they feel like they've gone balls out for a week and they threw everything at it that they could. And they get on the scales and they put a pound on and the metrics don't move. I promise you now that, and when you then go the chippy or you order the Domino's or you eat the multi-share bag of Dairy Milk because you think, what's the fucking point? That's your downfall. If you shift your expectations and go, well, listen, fat loss ringmaster, I know I've done everything, so guess what? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to continue to go again. And next week, that is where my results are. I'm going to do this in hand, okay? It's the being annoyed and the emotional and then and then having that one day of, well, what's the point overeating? That's the downfall. Whereas, honestly, if you just set your expectations, and this is powerful, right, to listen to this, and this is what I always say to my clients, Okay. Don't put a date or a day on when you want your results. Just think, 
okay, what I'm doing today is going to pay off in a few weeks the next day. What I'm doing today is going to pay off in a few weeks. And you have to take it day by day. And eventually, it will pay off. Oh, I just nearly quoted the last law then. But eventually, it will pay off, okay? Now, a little side note on this about playing the fat loss game, like I said, is another little analogy you can think of is everything you do day to day, I want you to imagine it like working. You know where you used to, well, I used to anyway, I used to have a Saturday job, I used to have those Saturday jobs, but I used to have a Saturday job in a sunbed shop, okay? And I used to have to work a week in hand and then I'd get paid at the end of it, okay? So I could build up my hours, do whatever, um, and then I get paid at the end of the week. And it's the same with fat loss, is that you ha- every day is working for the future results. You have to work in hand for fat loss results, okay? And this is what baffles me when people have one good day diet and they get on the scales and they're like, not unchanged. What? Like, no, hun. That's not how it works. You have to give it time. You have to work in hand for your fat loss results. And the reason people get annoyed and get stressed. There's two reasons. The first reason is they feel like I've covered. The first reason is they feel like they've done everything and the results haven't come. But that's okay because that's just how your body's working. And if you know wholeheartedly you have done everything, what are you worried about? Because you know it's going to come. The second reason people get stressed and annoyed, which ties back into expectations, is they think they've played the fat loss game. They think they've done it all to deserve the results. And the reason they get stressed and annoyed is actually an internal stress and annoyed because they think, well, I've done, I've not done everything, but I've done enough. That's what they think. And that is not playing the fat loss game. That's trying to play your game. And you've got to remember the fat loss is the ringmaster. Okay. That's going to, that's always going to tell you your result. It's going to give you your results of what you deserve. And it's also going to tell you when you didn't deserve them and the reason people get stressed and annoyed is because they think well I've done enough I might not have done you know (laughs) again it just comes down to the calorie deficit thing they think well I only had a few chips and I only had a little a small bowl of cereal that I didn't account for but all them little things add up and the people the reason people get stressed and annoyed at the results is because they think fucking hell why did I do that and it's like an internal stress. But the, but they'd rather not blame themselves and they'd rather blame, well, this doesn't work for me. And I did it and, and it didn't work. We're going to tie this into to the last rule in a minute. But yeah, so rule number three, you have to play the fat loss game. You have to work in hand for your results. Don't get stressed and annoyed because that's going to set up your downfall to thinking this doesn't work. And ultimately, it does work. It's sim- Fat loss is simple. It's not easy. Okay? Right. Law number four, spot reducing fat. You can't do it. You cannot choose where you lose fat from. This is going to be quite a good one as well. I like this podcast. I feel like I'm getting stuff out that is like hepped up in me. So you cannot spot reduce fat, okay? Now, I've literally just spoke to a few clients about this this week. So clients who say, well... I just want to lose fat off my hips. I'm actually quite happy with my arms and my legs. I'm like, hon, no, no, no. doesn't work like that. Losing fat tends to be a genetic... Where you lose fat from tends to be from your genetics. So I would go and look at your mum, your sister, your aunties, your nan. Look at where they hold body fat on their bodies. The likelihood is it looks very similar to yours. Not always, but 
genetics quite so and again all of these laws link into each other like i said the fat loss game the fat loss ringmaster you can't tell that person you can't tell that fat loss ringmaster oh can you just drop a bit of um you know chunk off me junk please hon thanks no wherever your body is dropping fat from isn't your choice and if you want to lean out your arms lean out your legs then you've got to be okay with seeing a little bit of leanness come in your stomach or if you want to lean out your stomach and you know you've got to be okay that it possibly might come off your face and your, or your boobs first i always used to be the opposite always used to hold fat on my boobs well just had like you know big boobs for a long time and then this year when i really really you know, went for it on my wedding prep, I literally, I think I lost about 75% of my tits. Yeah, they're on the way back there now. But yeah, anyway, so there we go. Why am I talking about vagin tits? Oh my God, right. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, so where were we? Spot reducing. So you can't, you can't choose where you spot reduce fat from. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if anyone says, try this food to fat burn off your stomach right okay you can't do it but side note there are there are things that can promote weight gain around your stomach okay so again without going too sciencey but down to where like your vital organs are and some organs in your stomach which you know produce hormones having like, like the term alcohol, the term alcohol, the term beer belly. Okay, the reason that's come is because they did. There's studies out there that show people who consume a high amount of alcohol tend to carry more weight around their stomach area. So, although we can't choose where we want to spot reduce from, there are things that we can do to aid not getting it around there does that make sense so the things that we can do that that might promote weight gain around your stomach area but there are you can't then go on a diet and think well that's where i want to lose it from so basically it's a it's a double up shit creek there we go because you can do one thing that can promote it but then you can't do the other thing that's gonna bring it off if that makes sense so let's just cover that over brief spot reducing diet you can't do it so if you've got let's say fat on your arms but you're all good with your legs just accept that okay my legs might lean out first before my arms do or vice versa or it might tone up my arms and my stomach is the last place for weight to come off and again it just comes down to playing the game you want to drop fat you want to be leaner be prepared to just go all in don't be putting your focus on something that you have no control over you don't have control over where your body fat comes off Okay, and that energy and that negative energy of being stressed and being frustrated is literally for nothing, girl, because you can't do anything about it. So law of fat loss, you can't spot reduce, accept it, play the long game and move on. All right, final one. And probably my favorite saying in my coaching history and probably the saying that gets used the most are my client check-ins. You cannot defy science. Let me say that one more time. You cannot defy science. Now that means, as we stated on rule number one, 
on law number one of calories matter most. Being in a calorie deficit, an energy deficit, so you're burning more energy than you're consuming, that is science, okay? So whatever excuse you have for yourself of why the scales aren't moving after three weeks, why your clothes aren't feeling looser after a month, the bottom line is you're not in a calorie deficit. Your actions are showing the results you deserve. You haven't been playing the fat loss game, okay? Because you cannot defy science at the end of the day. If you are eating in a calorie deficit and not losing weight over, you know, three, four weeks, then you are not in a calorie deficit. That is the bottom line because science is science, okay? Even if, well, you know, I track sometimes. This is very common what I hear, by the way. I track most of the time. I eat well if I don't track. I do my 10K steps, but it just won't budge. You're not in a calorie deficit because you are not a scientific freak, okay? And I haven't met a scientific freak. After me coaching hundreds of women, never met one, okay? The bottom line is when people check in and they say, it's three weeks in, I've done my steps, I've tracked my protein, I've done my calories. It's not about then cutting your calories down because, again, scientifically, the, the calories that you tend to get set by a coach, by not by a, a not by like something on the computer, but by someone who looks at your height, weight, activity levels, um, you know, all of that, and then gives you a calorie goal. That calorie goal is to put you in a deficit. And if you are saying over three, four weeks, you've done everything and you're still not losing, it's probably not that you need to cut calories. It's probably that you need to go and look at your actions and you need to take responsibility and acceptance of, okay, do you know what? I was expecting 100% results, but actually I was only doing 60% of the work because you can't defy science. That's the bottom line. That is probably the biggest rule of fat loss to remember and take away from this podcast is that when you are fuming, that the weight that the weight isn't moving, the clothes aren't feeling better, nothing's coming down, don't blame anyone else. For every excuse that you've got, just add on at the end, yeah, but you can't defy science. So even if you know, but I only had this out and attract all my alcohol and all of this and all of that, the bottom line is if it's not, if you're not losing fat, you're not in a calorie deficit. And the biggest thing is not looking for, you know, the next plan or the next thing to do. It's looking at your actions, owning them and going, okay, yeah, that's where I need to maneuver my expectations because I've been expecting X, but I've been doing Y. Okay, hope that was helpful. Right, guys, that's it for me today. Oh, nailed it. So let's just cover them off. So number one, law of fat loss. Calories matter most and don't you forget it. Number two, actions versus results versus expectations. Number three, you have to play the fat loss game. Sorry if I've given anyone nightmares, by the way, talking about Jigsaw, but that's what I need to think. The ringmaster, they are, you know, you are in control of your actions, but your results are going to come when they're going to come. Don't get stressed. Don't get worried. If you nail it, they'll come, point blank. Number four, you cannot spot reduce fat, okay? If you're trying to lose weight off your stomach and you're solely focused on that, make sure you're doing pictures, make sure you're doing leg measurements, arm measurements, because the likelihood is if you're nailing everything and it's not moving, it's coming off from somewhere else. 
or you're not in a calorie deficit. And then the last one is you cannot defy science. So no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how hard you think you're working, something is not matching up if the weight isn't coming off over a period of three, four weeks. Remember, I am not talking about one week, girls. We're going to work in hand for it. So three, four weeks, if nothing changes, not the scale weight. So if your measurements are dropping, but the scale weight isn't, you're dropping fat. If your pictures are looking better, but nothing else is moving, you're dropping fat. If your clothes are feeling looser, but nothing's moving, you're dropping fat, okay? So just remember, we're not talking about scale weight here. We're talking about fat loss, which is tracked over multiple progress markers. All right, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I actually really enjoyed it um doing it for you guys as always what would really help me out is number one leave me a rating on the podcast um five if you really enjoyed it if you didn't enjoy it don't worry about it don't bypass that um something else that would really help me out drop me a dm let me know you're listening let me know you enjoy it let me know if there's anything else you want me to talk about and number three share it on your socials please tag my mug with the mission empowered podcast on spotify get it on instagram tag it i would love it if i could reach more people with this podcast it is truly truly a passion of mine and we are nearly one year old and it was one of my goals for this year to get this podcast done and i do love it and i appreciate every single person that listens and gives me feedback it really does mean the world to me all right guys thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it i'm super grateful for giving for you giving me your time today and i will catch you next time